I can't even get it out right. Okay, three, two, one. Welcome back to another episode of Queendom Talks. You know this is our safe place to discuss all of the things that we experience in our queendoms. We won't always agree, but we will laugh, cry, and grow together. Thank you all for listening again. Thank you for joining us for another week. Um, This has been a crazy week. My week's been busy. The kids are out of school, so just trying to get adjusted to it all. And today we have a special guest. I'm going to say special guest because I've actually seen this person grow up right before my eyes. (laughs) Um, I'm not sure if you all listened to the episode titled Girl Talk with Jackie and Shay B. So if you did, I have the pleasure of interviewing today Caleb who is Jackie's son, adult son, grown man son, <laughs> Caleb. Caleb, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You're doing good. Yeah, That's I'm doing good. good. Well, one of the things I like to ask all of my guests, I like to ask them, how are you doing mentally, physically, and spiritually? I feel like that's a really deep question. Um, <laughs> I guess... Um, I feel like I could just say like I'm in a great space mentally, physically, and spiritually. Like in all three areas, I, I would like to say so myself. You feel like you're in a good space in all those areas? Yeah, I do. Well, that's good, Caleb. Yeah. I'm, I'm really proud to hear that. Yeah. I guess it's not really, it's like, that's a really vague answer, mm-hmm. but it's uh, it's true too. Like it rings true, so. Really? Yeah. So do you check in with yourself in those areas or what are you doing? How are you intentional about making sure that you're good in those areas? I don't think, I think it's like, just a process or like just part of life. Sometimes you just kind of deal with everything. Like you're not, some some days I'm not good mentally or spiritually or yeah. physically, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, but I think it's also kind of hard to admit whenever you're in places where you, you're not comfortable or you're like mentally challenged, spiritually challenged. So it's, mm. it's a battle. But uh, just today, I could just say today I feel pretty good. So, you know, Caleb. I woke up on the right side of the bed. <laughs> I am so proud of you for so many reasons. Like I said before, I got to see you grow up and to see you sitting before me as a grown man, living your life. That makes me proud. I appreciate that. I, appreciate I am that. really proud of you, Caleb. Yeah, I guess you really can't say you have seen me since I have, because I remember I was at the spelling bee in Elementary School <laughs> <laughs> cheering and getting ready to boot other kids. I mean, yeah. So I have seen you grow up. I'm really proud of the man that you've become. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about yourself. How old are you, Caleb? I am uh, 22. I'm turning 23 in a month or two now. Yeah, Gosh. August. Yeah. Time goes by fast, right? Yeah. yeah. You're, 20, you're about to be 23. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And where are you living at now, Caleb? Um. I'm staying in California. You're in California. How yeah. are you liking it? California is nice. Like, uh, it's a nice environment. It's different from Texas, so I think that's probably what like attracts me to it. Just really? like a, a different uh, environment, different people, different, different situations. Yeah, yeah, different energy. Yeah. So it's kind of like a big uh, experiment or something like that. I guess mm. kind of in a sense. Do you ever see yourself coming back to Texas? Mm, I don't know if. Texas per se, but I don't know if I'll actually like stay in California the rest of my life either. Really? You know, like I kind of, I kind of enjoy like being in a different, like being uncomfortable. I think that's what it is. Wow, do you? Yeah, yeah. What do you enjoy about being uncomfortable? 
I feel like it's a it's a challenge, uh, mentally, spiritually, and physically. Ooh, okay, Caleb, throw it yeah. back at me. Yeah, it is though. It's a challenge, okay. and I feel like uh, getting to challenge myself is like, and then if I, I feel like I guess being uncomfortable and then making myself comfortable is kind of like the the rush for me. Like, okay, like I can do this here, and then like trying to see what else can I do. It's kind of like conquering, I guess. That's good, like Caleb. A quest. Mm, that's really good. So. Um, you were raised here. Mm-hmm. Tell us about, you know, what high school did you go to? What was your childhood like? Um, So I was raised, obviously, in Dallas, but I went to Duncanville High School for, well, like two years. Went to a couple of other high schools, but we'll just say Duncanville for the sake of the podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I went to Duncanville. Um, and what was my, what did you say, what was my child years so, like? Yeah, your only child. Um, Yeah, I am an only child. Well, I was an only child for like oh, a couple well, yeah, of years, and then uh, I got a little brother now, so that's a little different. But um, my childhood was, I don't know, I guess it's like a normal childhood. Like, I grew up playing video games. I played basketball. Uh, I feel like a lot of stuff changed from, like, 12 to, like, older just with, like, social media and, like, new generation mm-hmm. stuff. Because, like, I remember, like, growing up, like, riding bikes, going outside. Like, when I was a little kid. And then, like, at a certain point, it just, like, it wasn't none of that no more. Wow. So like, you kind of got a little bit of both worlds. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of noticed it, like, back before, like, uh, I mean, I didn't have a phone when I was a kid, like a little, little kid, 10, 11. I probably got my first phone. So before then, I, it was just like maybe a maybe a flip phone or like <laughs> every once in a while, just making sure that I could like get somebody else's cell phone or something like that, like an adult. So yeah, I, like it definitely changed. It's definitely a change in like uh, the way things are going now. But I, I feel like my childhood was like uh, like somebody's childhood, they would say like in the 90s or something like that. You know, like we used to go outside ride bikes. Maybe not the 90s exactly, <laughs> but it wasn't like how... People shout to yeah, yeah. We didn't. I didn't have an iPad. Yeah, I didn't have okay. you know yeah. Like. Okay, but you did have whatever was out at yeah. the time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you were raised by your mom. Yes. How was it being raised by a mom, like a single mom? Um. Well, I feel like as a kid, you don't really notice a difference. So like growing up as a kid, like I just, I mean, it was normal to me. Like it was just me and my mom. Like and then like I had grandparents and stuff like that, cousins, family and stuff like that. But, um. I don't think, like, I, it was just normal. It was just, like, what was it? That's what I expected. It was just my mom and, like, you know, we uh, we did everything together. Like, it's my mom. Like, I didn't really know the difference between, like, uh, a mom and a dad until, like, later on, until I got older. And I kind of realized, like, oh, wait, like, people have both parents in their house. And, like, it's a little different. It could bring out, like, I don't know. It was It's normal to me, like, in a sense. I don't know. Do you feel like you missed anything with your dad not being in the house? Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I guess you could say that, but at the same time, I feel like, um, you don't know what you don't know, mm. so it's kind of like, it's hard for me to say I miss something because, like, I'm here now, you know what I'm saying, like, and I'm still a grown adult, and I feel like, uh, I don't know, as a man, like, you kind of gotta, like, you just gotta pick up where, like, what's left off, kind of <laughs> just like, I don't really got no option to be like, oh, like, this could have been this, 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 and that, it's kind of like, all right, well, this is the situation that I'm in, so I gotta kind of do what I gotta kind of do. So let me ask you this, because you say as a man, you don't have time to sit in those feelings and think about or reflect on what could have been yeah. or what you actually missed. Yeah. Do you ever sit back and reflect on how you're feeling? Like, do you get, as a 22-year-old man, do you feel like society has made it a safe place for you to to feel your emotions? Do you feel safe doing so? No, I don't, don't. think so. I don't think so. But I feel like that's just, I, honestly, and it, it sounds like toxic masculinity in a sense, like, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's just kind of like the way, I mean, I might 
know I'm feeling some type of way and I might be able to separate myself, but I feel like as far as society goes and like putting it out there in the world, it's kind of difficult to be able to be like, oh, I'm feeling this type of way to da da da. Like it's it's really, really hard to express that feeling. But And I also feel like that's just kind of what comes with being a man. So I guess there you go. Toxic Who, who's telling you that that's what comes with being a that's man? That's the example that's said though. Like whenever I look around and I see people that I consider, people that I maybe like, I don't really have like per se a role model or somebody that I really look up to, but the people that I would like to take uh, character traits after, after or like people that I've that I have looked up to as a kid, or I guess you could say a role model, just anybody. For the most part, you don't see a man like being emotional. You see a man like as uh, being steady, like you know, being able to to control their emotions and being able to do whatever is thrown their way. So that's kind of the way that I look at it. I guess mm-hmm. it's not really nobody telling me that, but it's just the way that I see it. That's because that's all you've seen. Yeah. Oh yeah. gosh, Kayla. Yeah. I want you to be able to rest in your emotions, though. Not rest, but be able to acknowledge them. And well, I think that, that I think that's part of it, though. I think as a man, I think we we know we have those emotions, and we not we're not like uh, ignorant to that. But it's just like, all right, I had this emotion, and now I like, what am I gonna do about it? Like, you know, like kind of <laughs> like yeah, it's kind of it's not really like a moment for me to sit there and just be like. Like to to dwell in it is just like more so. All right, this is what it is. All right, cool. Now you gotta pick and up and I keep gotta moving. Figure out how I can, you know. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Caleb. Okay, it's so funny just hearing you talk because you're talking as a man. Like to see you as a man in front of me, and to think about like how I've seen you, how you used to run and play. Yeah. And yeah. Be bad and you know you were you were a really good kid. Still a little bad. Yeah, still a little bad sometimes. You were a little bad sometimes. Like the time you came and you know yeah. shut stuff down. But Gotta, hey. That's another story. Yeah. That's, <laughs> hey. Bedtime. Time to go. That's horrible, Caleb. That's horrible. <laughs> um, so overall, you feel like you had a really good childhood. Yeah, I would say so. I would say that um, my childhood was. I mean, I feel like it was a normal childhood. I feel like I had a really loving mom. Um, I feel like I had great grandparents who supported me, and, and like I, like I also knew my dad. Like I, it wasn't, we weren't as close as maybe I would have liked to, for us to be, or stuff like that. But uh, he you was know, still he was present. still he was still there. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying. So it wasn't like uh, I never heard from him ever. Or like you know, it's just like looking at like friends and being like, oh, like my friend got his dad, and his, him and his dad do stuff that a son and a dad would do is a little bit different than doing the same thing you know like it's kind of hard with your mom it's a little bit different you got different and then your mom always got her girlfriends around and yeah yeah the games cheering and yeah it's a little different but you know it's okay you got to play the cards that you dealt with so let me ask you what are some of the foundational principles that you feel like your mom set for you that you're still applying in there or that now that you're an adult or you're a grown man you can say like gosh i I see my mom do this Mm -hmm. What are some of those foundational? Um, that's a good question. I gotta think about that actually. Okay, <laughs> we got time. Okay. Well, let me help you. I'm gonna yeah, guide yeah, you along yeah. the way. Um, your mom raised you in the church. Yeah, that's true. That's true. How did How do you see, or do you feel like that impacted you? That established your relationship with God now, or where you are spiritually yeah. now? Yeah. Um. Yes. Yes, and no, because like. Uh, you kind of get to see both sides of everything, like especially since like being going to church when I was young. My mom made that like a very very important part of like our, I guess our life, like mm-hmm. to try to establish some type of connection with a uh, higher power with God, you know. Um, and I feel like that 
Wait, what was your question again? I kind of blanked out. Like, <laughs> about setting fa- the fundamental principles that your mom set. Yeah. You know, like, for example, you know, going to church. Yeah. Do you do you do you see those? I feel like my mom tried to set a lot of foundation and stuff for me, and I just like as a you kid. Yeah, as a kid, it's like one because like I'm I'm a I'm a guy and I'm listening to a girl. Like my mom is a is a female, you know, so it's kind of hard to be like. I don't know. It's kind of hard to take, like, actual... There is stuff that I feel like I have taken. Like, she did try to teach me, like, discipline and, like, being, you know, uh, like, being focused on what's, like, priorities, you know, like, prioritizing certain stuff and, like, making sure that what's most important is most important and stuff, like, and what's not as important. You know, you're just making sure that you got all your ducks in a row, kind of, in a sense. Yeah. Um, But at the same time, I feel like, once again, like, toxic masculinity as a man, it's like you kind of got to go through life and experience it yourself to realize for you to take heed to it it's kind of like whenever people tell you like you know your parents should tell you something and you don't listen you gotta mm-hmm. hear from somebody else mm-hmm. so it's like she was telling me stuff that i probably should listen to but it was like nah, like you know i'm <laughs> just talking like i don't want to do that you know yeah. but she definitely did like definitely did set um a foundation as far as it, even just giving me chores making me do stuff and i'm like not wanting to do it making me wake up early for no re- or i'm thinking it's for no reason to do this or to do that or keeping me uh involved in school whatever it is like Stuff like that. And now that I look back on it, I'm like, I really needed that type of stuff to keep me, you know, like, on the right track, like, yeah. in line and, like, keep my head in the right space because there's a lot of different places where I could have wandered off to. So do you feel like, you do feel like because your mom was there and instilling those things, you didn't get sidetracked, maybe you didn't? Definitely. Want- I feel like my mom, my mom, in my opinion, like, her biggest uh, attribute that she gave to me was love, like, her, her showing her love for me. Because, like, uh... Growing up, I know people that have two parents, two parent households, but they didn't really get like uh, the attention or the love that they wanted. Mm, you know what I'm saying? So they like reaching out for stuff, and I feel like that could have easily been me, especially not knowing my dad. Like I'm looking for some type of attention and love from somewhere, and I feel like my mom definitely like uh, she did a good job of making sure to show me like you know that she was there for me, like and actually cared about my well being. Cause wow. that's good, Caleb. Yeah, that's really good that you yeah. can identify that. You know, as a young man, that you can identify that. How? So let's talk about love. You brought up love. Uh-huh. Are you dating? Uh, dating is like a funny word in this generation. <laughs> okay, so give me your definition well, of dating. I'm seeing people. You're seeing yeah, yeah, and we go so on and we go on dates sometimes. Yeah, you're not yeah, dating yeah, one yeah. particular person. Yeah, it's not like nothing. Okay. Yeah. So how do you view love? What do you? What is love? To oh you? no, I'm still figuring it out. I don't even know. Are you I, really? I don't know if I really even believe in that. Like. <gasps> I think it's, Caleb. I know it's bad, but I don't know. I don't know what to think. Like, I don't know what to think. To be. I don't know. That's what I say. I don't know. You don't know if you believe in love? I don't know. My idea of love is, like, unconditional, mm-hmm. right? Like, like how, but, and I feel like love is not, it's conditional. If I'm being honest with myself, like, I would love somebody based on conditions, and they probably would love me based on conditions, too, so. I think that's kind of where I'm at. So with. you feel like it's unobtainable because in your mind, you know you're going to love somebody. Well, like love and like it's like what kind of love? Like the way I love my mom is a little bit different than the way I love. No, like love as far as you dating somebody, yeah. you being in a relationship. Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I guess it's, it's conditional. I believe in it though for sure. I feel like you could grow to love somebody. Do you have some fundamental things where you know, like you say, conditional? What's conditional? What is? What are some of those conditions at 22? I, I don't know if I can love you if I don't think you're beautiful. Okay. You so know? look, so physical attraction. Yeah, I don't know if I love you if I feel like I can't trust you. So you physical know? attraction and trust. Those are yeah. big no matter what your age or. Those yeah. are two important things no matter. That's what I'm saying. So it's yeah. conditional based on who who the person is, 
uh, and what kind of like you know how we are are we compatible or not? Like, mm-hmm. are we able to like connect with one each other on different levels? Like, different okay. levels versus just it being a physical attraction or this or that. So talking about love, what do you think about? P. Diddy and Young Miami. Do you think that's love, or do you think they're just both in it for the enjoyment of now? Well, I'm <laughs> see you trying to see like I can't say nothing. P. Diddy got his own thing going on, and that's their relationship, and I'm not in their relationship. And you're so not from the outside. I have from no your clue on what they got going on exactly. Um, well, see, but that could be it. Could be love because he look they look out for each other in certain type of ways that it maybe it's not like a traditional way of loving each other, mm-hmm. but. In my opinion, I just think it's like they just enjoy each other's time. That's right. You know? That's right. Yeah. So they could be love. It, it's a version of love, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it work for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, not to say like there's going to be forever, but it's just like I really like this person or I really I love to have a genuine love for this person. I really care for this person. So whatever we have going on, I'm going to make sure that I can benefit them in whichever way I can. Like, I feel like it goes both ways. Like, So would you date an older woman? Yeah, I would. Oh, what's what, what's older? What's know. older? Oh, you how, tell me. Like, how, much, how old would you go? Well, well I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. Your aunties are not playing. <laughs> no, go ahead, go ahead, Caleb. You're a grown man. I'm not gonna do. No, that. I I feel like I I don't know why I feel like I relate to older people a little bit more than I do people that are like in my generation for the most part. So I usually get along with people that are older than me. Just I don't know. It's just naturally like mm-hmm. it's not like I'm seeking that out. But from what I've like experienced in my life, so. Give me an age range. Like, how old, uh, would you, how I mean, old do you think you would date, Kayla? Like, seriously? Like, take serious? Yeah. Uh, Probably, like, five years, four or five years. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, she ain't too bad. Yeah, okay. that's not, like, that's not, yeah. like, nothing. It's not, yeah. like, nobody that's, yeah. like, like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's I'm a like, little, I mean, but, I mean, I feel like if I were to be older, I probably would it maybe do something. Like, I don't know. It's, you don't never know. Like, whenever you meet people, you, it's, like, you can't really put a tag on it, you mm-hmm. know? So, you don't never have a a real idea of who somebody is until you actually get to know them. And then you get to know them and you might be like, wow, like, I don't know. I don't know if age is the, like the only determined, determining well, factor good. of, uh, well, that's good that you can be open to that. That yeah. you don't let that be a boundary. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't want yeah. it to be a boundary. I don't want, like, I don't want to meet somebody and they be like, Oh, well you too old for me. Just so like, I'm not going to even entertain. It. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's good. Cause I don't believe in boundaries. I like for, I try to instill in Christopher and Kobe, like, set your own boundaries. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times society will put a boundary on you or they'll put you in a box and they'll want you to live in that box. But nobody's coming to you, Caleb, yeah. saying, hey, what's your opinion about who I date? Or yeah. what's your opinion about yeah. this and that? You kind of have to feel out life and feel feel what's right for you. So that's good that you're open to that, Caleb. Yeah. That's really good. Can I ask you a question now? Well, go ahead, I want to I want to know about I want to know what your opinion is on P Diddy and Young Miami. You know, I'm going to be honest. I love it in the sense of they both seem happy. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like people... Well, wait, wait. wait. They both seem happy because, you know, Miami be flashing out on social media sometimes, sometimes about the situation, you know? I mean, some situations, I mean, like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'll be upset if somebody yeah. had a baby and we were dating yeah. or just talking or whatever. That... But isn't that part of the dynamic of the relationship that comes with it? And like, I, like how I was saying love is conditional, P. Diddy has things that... But or, you know, you it's, know how you said love is unconditional. No, I said. You said you initially said, said that love I should be, be unconditional. unconditional. Yeah, yeah. Do you not feel like that's showing unconditional love that she's still with him even after he has had a baby? No, I don't. 
Because if, if it was a because if it was a if it was a different man, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be the same. Now we can't speak on that. We're just speaking but on the facts that's, that we But that's have. conditional. We're speaking on the facts that we but have. But that's conditional though. But we're speaking on the facts that we have. We know that she's she was with him, yes. dating him. Yes. He had a baby. Yes. But now there still seem to but be But why is she still with him? Is it is there a condition for the reason why she's still with him? Well looking outside the look like you said, looking from the outside looking in, is there not what would be because she has her own money, so I don't think it's just financial. Because yeah. she had, I mean, young Miami had, money and P Diddy money is two totally different things. Young Miami right. just That's just right. came up about two years ago. P Diddy been, but what I'm saying is, when you love and you experience heartbreak, sometimes money will not keep you in a situation. Yeah. If that is love true. is not there. If it's not there, that's true. If love is there, love will have you staying in some situations that you, you should never be in. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so that's, that's why I say that there still have to be a certain level of that unconditional love. <laughs> Any other questions? You slid out of that one. <laughs> I didn't slide. I just stated the facts. <laughs> but to answer your questions, um, I feel like People are in relationships for different reasons. Yeah, everybody got their own motives. Exactly. Anytime you can find somebody that you can enjoy life with and be happy with, who am I? The rest of it doesn't matter. Who am I? That's right. That's true. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah, who am I? Yeah, you changed my whole perspective now. Thank you. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad I could have, you know, just did a little something for you. Yeah, (laughs) I appreciate that. Yeah. How do you see the world? As a young black man, how do you see the world? Like, what's your perspective or outlook on the world? Uh, well, like, what about the world exactly? Like, so, for uh, example, like, um, there's so many things going on, like race, racial things. You know, people always say, you know, young black men are getting incarcerated. Do you feel yeah. the, the pressure of being young and black? Do you feel discrimination? Do you feel um, a certain target on your back? Or I, I feel like, once again, that's one of those things that just kind of comes with the game. You got to kind of charge it to the game. Like, it's... I feel like it's more of like a, uh, what they say, like they're threatened or they feel threatened by like a certain type of person. Not even just, I mean, I guess we keep it on black people. So yeah, black people, or but just, just young men in general yeah. that are of color and like not even yeah. just black, you know, it's like anybody that I feel like um, they see could do anything for themselves or their family and, and kind of break out of whatever this system is or um, whatever the normal is, is kind of like a threat in a sense. So of course you feel like, um, maybe discriminated or pressure. It's all perspective, I guess. It's like what yeah, I'm so saying. Cause it's do like, do you feel that? Do you feel that? Do you feel that energy? Because like people say that, but is that your reality? Yeah, definitely. I definitely do feel like that's part of reality. But I also feel like there, like there's uh, there's positivity that surrounds uh, being like a black man in America too. There's people that look out for you the same way. There's people that are looking, that's trying to make you, trying to pull you down. There's some people that will look out for you because that's of the fact that you are. So it goes both ways. But I feel like it's definitely probably more, a little bit more lopsided than way. But you can't see that positivity. Yeah. So that's what I want to. I want to make sure you hold on to being able to see that positive, because life has a way of jading you. Yeah. To where you only see the best. Of. Exactly. Yeah. As you get older. You might have different experiences, but always hold on to the the ability to be able to see the positive. So that's really good. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Um, so have you experienced discrimination? Um, I mean, blatantly, yes, I have just experienced discrimination. Like they'll tell you, like somebody's telling me to my face, like, well, the words. I guess it's. I think the words like prejudice. 
Maybe okay. in a sense, like, or like, uh, yeah, I mean, I have, but at the same time, it, if somebody's discriminating against you and they're like really good at it, you're not going to know that they're discriminating <laughs> against you. They're going to be able to hide it in yeah. a way. Or even if, even if, even if you know, you're not going to be able to find a way to like, to make it known to other people. So it's like, it's kind of a game within a game, like a cat and mouse game almost. But you feel it. You felt it. You, I, you I like to say it. that I, I don't want to, I try to ignore it or like not really like address it as much. I feel like whenever you do that, it's kind of like it don't exist. So if I just pretend like it don't exist for it, like in a sense, then it's like it don't exist. It's not real. It's not, it's not there. I do feel like we can make problems bigger than they are as well. Okay. Give us, a, give me an example of that. I mean, it's, I can't, I don't know. An example would just be like if if you were to be on a bus and you feel like you know I don't know I don't really, I really got no real example I just know that it's definitely situations where that I've probably been in if I think about one that I probably could have took it the wrong way or maybe in my perspective I'm thinking somebody's discriminating against me or I'm feeling some type of way because stereotypes and I'm around somebody and they say something that I take the wrong way and they didn't yeah. mean it like that so yeah. it, it could go both ways you see what I'm saying. I- I love that about your generation. I feel like your generation is open to seeing somebody else's perspective mm-hmm. and not just living in your point of view. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? So I, I like that. You think so? I, I do. More so than older generations. Yeah, the yeah, older yeah. generations, you just see, hey, you just see one thing Dang, and yeah. this is what it is. It yeah. could be somebody brushed you the wrong way. Oh, they, are, they were discriminating against yeah. me because of but how you say, hey, you know, sometimes you have to kind of sit back and say, okay, What's the perspective? Yeah, What's I, really am I going tripping? On? I, yeah. I could be tripping right now. Well, that's good that you can take the time to self-reflect. Do you reflect often? Do you do a lot of self-reflection? Not really. You don't? Not really. I like life moves too fast. It's like mm. it's constant. You know, you wake up, you gotta do this, you gotta do that, gotta work, gotta do this, gotta do that. So it's kind of hard to like find a time to really, really be able to like uh, digest everything that's going on around you. But I always find whenever I do, like, I feel a lot better about whatever I have going on or, like, I find some type of uh, clarity in what I'm, you know, what I'm pursuing, whatever my goals are. Or... So let me ask you, you say life is happening fast. What do you do? Do you do you have some kind of form of meditation? Do you have some type of way that you unplug, whether it's playing a video game, maybe it's reading, maybe it's watching TV, like, how do you unplug from life moving so fast? Um, I honestly would like to, like, I, in my in my head, the way that I see it is, like, uh, just from experience, like, life kind of puts you in situations where you kind of, you might have to sit down for a little mm. minute, you know? So it's like, if, if I'm, if, if something's going on, if the last month has been hectic, da 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 da, da and I, I could say recently, like, I had, for a minute, about a year ago, I didn't have no car for a minute. I wrecked my car. I didn't have no. Got to sit down. Got to look at what I'm doing mm-hmm. and why I'm doing what I'm doing and how can I better myself. Why am I in this position? Is it because of myself? Is yeah. it because you know? So it's like, it's almost through just experiences. I'm not like planning out a specific time of day to be like, oh, I want to meditate or I want to do this. Cause like I say, like I trying to do other stuff. I, I want to hang out. I want to do this. Kind of hard. It's kind of hard for me. I'm not really thinking about. I'm not really thinking about it until it's time for me to be like, ah. Well, this is what I will say, because I know it's easy to get caught up in life, but don't wait for life to sit you down Mm -hmm. before you slow down to think, Mm -hmm. because then at that point you're being reactive instead of proactive. Mm -hmm. Do you have goals for your life or the things that you want to achieve? Um. Yeah, I do. I do. Like, I don't know if it's necessarily, like, 
I guess everybody got their own goals. So it's like the way that I may look at what a goal is might be different for somebody else. But I definitely have goals and things that I would like to achieve. And like, do you still dream? Uh, are you saying that as like not phys- like physically dreaming? Not physically or dream, like when you go go to bed, but like dream you, of like, like a daydream almost, yeah, right? Like yeah, yeah, definitely a lot actually. Do you a lot? Don't lose that. Yeah. Don't lose that. The more that I get older, I realize that being an adult, an adult is more about like remembering what you like, what your mm-hmm. kid self is like. You know, yeah. like how, just trying to stay close to that like inner yeah. child spirit. You know. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely be dreaming a lot, and it may be something that's completely fictional in my head, but. I just just like to dream and put stuff out there. Your ability to dream is also your ability to achieve your goals. Because when you stop dreaming, you stop having the ability to dream bigger than what you see. So keep that. Hold on to that. Don't lose that. However you make time, however you do that, whether that's working out or, you know, you're just in the car riding, Uh always keep your ability to dream. That is very important. Mm -hmm. That's important. So one of the reasons why I wanted you on, because I do feel like you you really turned out to be a great young man. And I know that you were. You think so? You think so? I do, Caleb. I, I like, thank you. Thank you for saying that. I do. Because you've never been, you know, you, you haven't give you didn't give your mom a lot of trouble. Yeah. I think you did normal teenage Try not to, yeah. 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 You, you, you're not in jail. You're yeah. not locked up. You don't have kids here and there. Knock on wood, knock on wood. All <laughs> we don't things, have to knock on wood. Those are things, facts. Yeah. Your, your words have yeah. power. You you haven't did those things. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't. So I think you you are a great young man. You are, you are a good example. And so a lot of the women people that listen to my podcast are women. Some of them may be single, single moms. Mm-hmm. So is there anything from a young man point of view that you would share with them and say, hey, you know, do more of this. Put your sons in more of these kinds of environments. Mm-hmm. Or is there anything that you would share with them? I would say, uh, I mean, I'm still a kid myself, so I, I, I can't tell you exactly how to, you know. But, but, if, but you? as a kid, mm-hmm. for me, I think, or even looking back now, I feel like uh, it's a couple of things. Like, honestly, I just think um, being, I think, one, being honest with your kid about where, like, Y'all's relationship as a mother and as a son, like a son, like respecting the fact that that's a male and like you're a female. I feel like uh, always keeping them busy. Like I, I feel like sports is really, really, really good. Like because you, especially if like my situation, like I didn't have my dad growing up, you have another father figure or somebody there to take after and they teach you like uh, principles of life. You know, like discipline, uh, being determined, staying focused, working hard, stuff like that. That you, even if I seen it from a woman. I wouldn't quite understand it, or I, I wouldn't quite sue me as much as it would sue me as if I was a, if it was a dude doing it, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think I think leaning more into like the mother side and like leaning more into your feminine side and being emotional, showing them because I feel like that's kind of what um, a, a dude or a, a little boy would miss out on, like is that that side of stuff like that. You don't want to be like I feel like as a mom. Or just me looking at it. I've never been a mom before, obviously. (laughs) But I feel like being a mom, like, you'll try to lean into, like, more of, like, what a dad should be doing or, like, what somebody else should be doing. And I feel like it's always better to stay true to character and being yourself and being honest about. Caleb, you you don't even have to say anything else. Like, that is, I can apply that to me. Just as a woman, I'm sure other women can. Just making sure we're operating in our feminine energy yeah. and letting our sons see that yeah. and stay true. It's that's very, a, very important. That's 
that's really good. Because it also is going, it puts them in a situation where they, they get a chance to, to see, like, the other side, you know? And it also makes them, and I feel like it makes makes you more masculine in a sense, like, because mm. if they don't have that, that energy there, somebody got to pick it up, you know? So it's like, I don't know, it's a relationship, 50-50. That's really good, Caleb. Caleb, that's good. That that's all I need. That's your, that's gonna be what? Cause I have a segment where I call it your Queenum Jewel, where mm-hmm. you leave one thing with somebody, mm-hmm. and I feel like that should be your Queenum Jewel. Okay. That you should say, like, if you're a if you're a mom, whether you're single or not, because I'm not single. There's mm-hmm. a man in the house with yeah. us, but if you are, make sure that you are operating in your feminine feminine yeah. energy. Make sure that your sons yeah. and your daughters, for that yeah. matter. See you operating that, that and staying yeah. true to that. Don't necessarily take on masculine roles. Yeah, just because you feel like you, that might be what, mm-hmm. you know, or like you feel like that's what, I don't know, yeah. like that might work best or you feel like, you know, sometimes you feel like they're not understanding you, you're not, they're not listening. Because they listening, they listening, but at the same time, it's just like you still got to make your own decisions. So it's like you can't just yeah. hold their hand. Yeah. You got to be able to let them live. And, but yeah, I feel like that's. That's good, Caleb. That's really good. I'm going to definitely use that. I'm gonna definitely use that. What do you have any spiritual practices? What is what is a spiritual practice? It could be just like praying? praying. Oh yeah, yeah. I pray. I usually like to pray like early in the morning. Whenever I get up, I just think it's like uh, it make me feel better. Like on the inside, I feel a lot. My day goes better. I feel like really. Yeah, I feel like whenever I pray, I just feel like I've released whatever energy I had from the other day. And uh, I usually pray for, like, my day whenever I pray in the beginning of the morning. So it just seemed like I got, like, a spirit over me almost or, like, yeah. I'm being washed over. Setting your intention. Yeah. Yeah. Being, yeah. I just try to be, yeah, try to be okay. intentional whenever I pray. So I will ask you, you are 22 now. I am. 32, where do you want to be? In 10 years, where do you see yourself? Mm. I've never thought that far. Like, 32 is a long, like, I'm going to be probably bald or something. Close Caleb, to bald. 32 is real young. Don't. No, I'm not saying it's yeah, old, but, but I'm saying it's far it's still, away. It's down far away. So it it sounds far, it, it so, sound far away because I'm thinking back to whenever I was 12 now. Like, yeah. That, that was, was a long, long time ago. Time ago. Yeah. Like, I was wearing braces. Like, you know, so yeah. it's like thinking about what I would, I don't even know. I wouldn't know where to begin at to answer that question. I guess, I guess I would hope that I'm like, 10 years older than I am now. <laughs> I just want you to think about it. I want you to start thinking ahead. Because if you don't think ahead, how are you going to, you don't wait till you get there. Yeah. Start. I, I like to think like two years or like three years is what I like to be like. You know, you know? how fast that go by? Yeah, it does go by fast, but it, it, it seems tangible to me. 10 years seems like so far away. It seems like I can't, I can't, not, I can't grasp it. I can see myself at 25. So you know? do you have goals two years from now? Do you have goals uh, that you want to accomplish in two yeah, years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, just like, Little stuff or like uh like career goals or like how much money I wanna be making or like I wanna have my own, I wanna be able to put money into this, I wanna be able to uh buy my mama house, like stuff like that is stuff that's, that I've been oh, thinking that's about. A goal. Yeah, that's oh, a big goal. That's really? a big goal. That's a oh, big that's goal. Really sweet, I never said it out loud before just because I don't like but yeah, yeah it's a it's a goal, like you know your auntie's gonna help you do it, right? You're going to go yeah. to your auntie yeah. so I can help you buy Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Group. Okay. For sure. Uh, but that's plug. Good. Yeah, okay. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's good that you do have those goals. Just always dream. I appreciate you coming and talking to me today. Anytime, anytime. 
Okay, everyone. Oh, wait. Do you want people to... Are you on social media? I am, but... We, you don't we, want people yeah, to follow you? You don't fine. have anything you want people to look at? No, nah, I don't. I know, actually. Okay. No Nothing books coming out. No books. No No, no podcast. No, no music. No. Low I just I just came here to enjoy I the podcast <laughs> and, and do anything that I can do to help out. I so, appreciate that, yeah. Caleb. I love you. Well, I do want you all to follow us. Continue to follow us on all social media platforms at Queendom Talks. And be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. That way you'll know when a new episode drops. Thank you all, and I'll see you next week. This week's episode of Queendom Talks has been brought to you by the Rose Group Real Estate Team at KW Loan Store. The Rose Group specializes in first-time home buyers, families that's looking to downsize or move up. So if you're in the market to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, please give us a call and we'll be happy to assist you. Our number is 817-523-9644.